right, guys, just a reminder, please use the raise hand button if you have questions for Coach. Um, with that said, let's start with Mike Salarte. Thanks, Preston. Coach, uh, Rasul Douglas coming back to the lineup uh, the last couple of games, teams have kind of racked up some yards with him on the, you know, off of the, off the field. What does he bring to you guys as a group in terms of on the, on the field play and, and maybe just kind of a, an emotional voice for, you know, to, to lift guys up and, and get guys ready to go? No, he definitely helps us in that way. Uh, you know, he's been in big ball games. He's played in the Super Bowl and, and, um, you know, the moment's not too big for him. So, you know, he helps you in those situations. And I think he's a, a, a good leader for all the young guys in the secondary. So I'm looking forward to seeing him play again this week. Right, let's go to David Newton and then Scott Fowler. Hey, Coach. Hope you're doing well. Um, got a couple of questions about Jeremy Chen. Um, one, what uh, what's the biggest play he's made or the, that's impressed you the most so far this year? Well, you know, it's not uh, uh, one play, but it's, you know, a hardy plays for a rookie. Uh, he, he does uh, – he plays extremely hard and he's physical. And uh, so, you know, when you watch him on tape, um, he really has some plays that really stand out from uh, – uh, you know, you turn on the tape and some guys you don't really notice, but you notice him uh, with his effort and, and, and uh, physicality. So that's what stands out to me. And the second one, though, when he had the audible and then went ahead with the uh, fake punt um, last week, what what does that say about him and his confidence? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, he looked good running with the ball, too. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's just a football player and likes to play. So, uh, it didn't surprise me, uh, uh, you know, what happened on that play. Hey, Coach. Uh I have one for you on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you have uh, seen so many great quarterbacks, coached against a bunch of them. I wonder what you think particularly makes him special. Well, it really is his talents. Um, he's got, you know, he's got an unbelievable arm, and he can throw it from a lot of different angles. Um, he can throw on the move, left or right. Um, side arm over the, it's just amazing to watch. Um, and at times you look like you're watching a guy out in the playground, right? I mean, he just, um, he can take a play and, 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 um, turn it into something that's not there. And, and so he's really fun to watch. You know, you know, I think, um, the other guy in the league that's kind of does the same thing that I see is that, you know, uh, Russell Wilson in Seattle, they have some unique talents out it, so when the play does break down, they're able to really um, create and um, make things happen. Um, you know, you'd, at times you'd like him to throw from the pocket and not move around, right? So, but, but he can do both. And he's just, uh, you know, he's one of the best players in the league and he's paid that way and he plays that way. If I could follow that up real quick. Uh, when, in your film study, what was the most dazzling play you saw him make? Well, he, 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 he uh, scrambled out of the pocket to his left and threw across his body um, to a guy running the other way. I mean, it's just amazing to watch. I mean, that's – and he's throwing it sidearm and with velocity. And, and what's really amazing is he's hitting the guy in full stride. I mean, there's not a lot of guys that can do that. And um, so, you know, it's just fun to watch. Uh, let's go to Miles Simmons. 
Hey, Phil. Uh, one thing that Matt Rule was talking about yesterday was how uh, the Chiefs' routes break a lot deeper than other teams because of Mahomes' arm strength and accuracy. How does that affect the secondary defensively when guys are breaking on their routes a lot later than they usually would? Well, the thing that allows them to do that, too, are two things. The offensive line does a nice job of pass blocking, but then Mahomes can create time with his feet. Um, you know, he, he really doesn't like to scramble to run. He likes to throw the football. Now, he, he does take off and run when it's there. But uh, So what it allows the receivers to do, if it's zone coverage, they get behind the underneath zones. They're so deep. And if it's man, you know, you're chasing a guy all over the field because some of the routes are really creative. Um, so um, with their depth and what they do. So it just uh, um, it's really a unique offense to defend. Let's go to Josh Klein next and then back to David Newton. Hey, Coach. Um, you guys have been really good in the past game about not giving up really big plays over the top. Um, is that something that you have designed scheme-wise? Uh, is that – or is – yeah, I guess that's the end of the question. Is that something you've designed scheme-wise? Well, I, you know, we talk about toxic, and it's uh, don't give up big plays and create – turnovers and on the other end our offense can't you know they need big plays and not turn the ball over and really that that's the biggest statistic in football so um it's some of it's by design but it's also by technique um that you know we're trying to keep the ball in front of us and make them go through our goal line defense so i think if you do that over the years uh you have a better chance of playing uh, good defense so um, i think it's a little of both and just to follow up on that, is that something that um, that you kind of are willing to give up the smaller and the shorter plays uh, in front of the line of scrimmage? Yeah, and, you know, each game's a little different in, in how you match up. Uh, um, but, yeah, I mean, for the most part, um, you know, and if you watch the Kansas City uh, um, offense, you know, if you give up big plays, you have no chance. Um so, you know, you're going to give up some stuff underneath. You just are. So, um, um, I think everybody in the league has done that, and, and that will happen in our game. It's just that you just can't give up the big play, and then you got to play good in the red zone and get some turnovers, and you'll play the offense decently. Phil, Matt was saying yesterday that, that Teddy likes to run, I guess, a look team to give you guys a look at the opposing quarterback in mm -hmm. a week like this week with Mahomes there. That's kind of unusual, I guess, for the starting quarterback to, to, to do that and want to do that uh, in the league. How does Teddy help when he does that? What's unique about him that allows, especially with a guy like Mahomes? Well, you know, what I really appreciate is he wants to go in there and, and he knows where to throw the football and, and who to throw it to and when to move. And, you know, P.J. Walker does a great job for us, too, uh, in that role. Um, and so does Will. They both have good mobility. So all three have done a really good job of doing, helping us with that. So, uh, you know, but when the starting quarterback gets in there and, and goes with the team that's going against you, it's uh, pretty impressive on his part, really. Let's go to Vashti Hurt and then Elena Getzenberg. Hi, Coach. Uh, thank you for your time. Can you talk about the matchup with Travis Kelsey, um, how you game plan for that, or what type of challenges that will present? Yeah, I mean, you know, Travis is a, a big man that moves really well. And, um, you know, he uses his body well. He, he, uh, you know, he, 
separates from you with contact and uh, um, and he's really good after the catch. Uh, you know, you can really see his speed when he takes off. Um, so he, you know, he's a, he's an issue um, for not only for us, but everybody in the national football league. So, uh, but again, they have a lot of guys that, that create problems. And when you look at them, you know, there's, you have the quarterback, you have Kelsey, you have a couple wide receivers that you have to deal with. You have the tailback. So that they have a lot of weapons. And, uh, and then their offensive line blocks um, in the run game, pass game. And, um, you know, that's the reason they score a lot of points. Just as a follow-up, do you kind of look at with such, you know, a young defense, is this kind of like a barometer for you guys to see where you're at going up against such a potent offense? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's especially for, you know, for we have a lot of guys in their second year to first year, and I want to see how they respond and go play this, this group. Um, you know, they can be intimidating when you watch them on tape. And, and um, so I'm lo really looking forward um, to how we respond and play in this football game. Hey, Coach, I was just wondering with Jeremy Chin dealing with the knee injury, if he's not available or if he's limited, how does that change your defense, if at all? And who do you, who do you look to to kind of fill his role? Well, you know, we're going to have to do it by committee if Jeremy doesn't play. Uh, we have different, uh, you know, Jermaine Carter. We have our nickel. And so we're just going to have to be smart with all the different things that Jeremy has done for us and utilize the people that are, that are um, you know, on our roster. And we have some guys that will fill in uh, real well. So, uh, um, you know, uh, we'll just see what happens with that. And if I could just follow up, does that change at all how you call a defense, not having him out there? Or do you kind of just go with what if he was – same as if he was there? No, I mean, it does. Um, there's, there's things he can do that you rely on that you, you know, may not be able to do if he doesn't play. So it does affect how you call a game. All right, guys, we only have a couple more minutes. So let's go to Jonathan Alexander and then Joe Person to finish with Miles Simmons. Hey, Phil, hope you're doing well. Yep. Um, you all seem to struggle against the past, the past two games more than the previous weeks. And mm -hmm. probably part of that was Basul. But I, I'm curious, what type of adjustments did you think you all needed to make uh, in these few days you've had off? Well, you know, now the offense had something to do with that too. You know, you play Drew Brees and, and, um, you know, the, the quarterback at Atlanta, Ryan played, he came, I don't know if he was embarrassed by game one or what, but he really played uh, like this was a playoff game. He was running and running around and running for first downs, not even sliding, trying to get in the end zone. So, you know, I think the quarterbacks had something to do with that too, but, and we're playing a lot of good quarterbacks and we're facing, you know, one of the best in, in the business uh, this week. So I think that had something to do with it. Yeah. And remember too, that Justin Burris, you know, and Rasul. And so, um, and then obviously the two offenses we played are good. So, uh, you know, it's um, hopefully we can, you know, rebound and play a little bit better in the passing game this week. Hey, Phil, how you doing, man? Good. Thank you. Good, good. Um, wanted to know uh, kind of a little bit more with Teddy playing that uh, scout team. Is that something he does much, or is it just sort of a cameo appearance type deal? No, he, he does it, and he normally does it like the uh, – 
when we're up on defense, the, the, uh, the first and second play is when he does it um, of that set. And um, so a lot of times I'll look, is that Teddy in there? But he does it all the time. He did it a bunch yesterday. So, uh, but he's done it all year. So. Phil, uh, for this game, third down, obviously very important, especially considering how good the Chiefs have been on third down. What, what are just some things that you feel like you have to do this week, maybe more than any other? Well, we've not been good on third down all year. And, and statistically, that's probably affected our statistics more than anything that we do is what we've done on third down. So, um, you know, we're working on it. We're, um, you know, we're going to work on it today. Um, and we just got to keep at it. Um, you know, like last week, a couple holding calls on third down hurt us a little bit. Um, and then, you know, a couple other things. So, and I think the guys are really aware of it and we're, and we're working hard at it. Uh, but we have not turned the corner yet. So hopefully, um, you know, as, as this season progresses, we get that accomplished. All right, guys, we have to let Coach go. Coach Snow, we appreciate it. Yep, thank you, guys. All right, guys, got Coach Joe Brady joining us to answer questions you all have for him. Joe, can you hear us on your end? Good to go. All right, perfect. Let's go to Josh Graham for the first question. Coach, thank you for the time. Obviously, um, you would hope to have Christian back, and um, you love the three wide receiver sets. We've seen quite a bit, but when you have Christian and Mike uh, Mike Davis potentially on the same field together, how many more position uh, personnel groupings does that open up for you, say, this weekend or whenever Christian returns? Uh, look, I think uh, whenever you just have everybody available, um, it just – yeah, there's a lot of possibilities you can – um, you know, you got two two guys that can catch the ball to the backfield and run the ball. Uh, gives you uh, gives you matchups that you got to kind of look look into and see if you uh, want to take advantage of that. But yeah, everything's on the table this week for sure. Right, let's go to Joe Person and then Phil Orban. Hey Joe, what does Seth the Valve give you guys potentially uh, <laughs> if you activate him and and do you see him being a part of the offense at some point? Yeah, we uh, you know, you know, we signed Seth for a reason in free agency, and uh, you know, Seth's an extremely smart football player that you know can can make plays in the pass game and, and brings an element of toughness in the run game. And so, uh, you know, coming coming back from uh, coming back from injury, you know, he had surgery in the off season, so got to see where he is with um, you know, uh, just just getting back into it and getting back into football shape. And uh, but he has the experience, and you know, we'll kind of go from there. Hey, Joe, uh, did being forced to adapt these last six weeks without Christian help you at all as a coach and play caller? And if so, how? Uh, I, I don't know if I don't know if Christian being there or not being there really. You know, I think it's just, uh, you know, we say every week, you know, how you doing? Um, <laughs> I, I think every week, you, you know, as in this, you know, in a new system in a, with a new offense with new players, uh, you're just learning your players every 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 week, and you're getting more of an identity of the type of offense that you're going to be, and finding out what your players do well. And so I think uh, whether Christian was there or not, I think uh, that was something that we were going to be learning as we go, and you know just being able to bring him back in the mix, just getting a better feel of you know how the rest of the guys you know our offense are, and kind of you know our identity with that. Uh, you know I'm excited to have him back in uh, back in play. 
Right, let's go to Josh Klein and then David Newton. Hey, Joe. Uh, how are you? Um, uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, tempo and if you've been happy with the tempo over the past few weeks, specifically on Thursday night. And then, um, and then I'll, I have one quick follow-up after that. I think I, I think I said it early in the season. You, you'll never be happy with your tempo. You know, I felt the same way. You know, last year in college, when if you're just going no huddle, you want it to be faster. I think there's an element. Um, you know, and I think when 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 people think tempo, they always think just getting on the ball and snapping as fast as possible. You know, to me, there's a button. There's uh, there's different versions of tempo. There's just getting on the ball and seeing kind of what's happening, and kind of being you know just. Uh, under control, but having a sense of urgency, there's, there's the tempo of just getting up and just calling the play no matter what and, and just running in. There's, there's the tempo element of, uh, you know, we have, to, we have to go, we have to get going, but we need to see what they're kind of doing before we kind of uh, make our calls. And so um, I'm never going to be pleased with our tempo. I think that's just uh, the natural, you know, and just give our guys a sense of urgency. Um, but I don't mean that in a negative way. Uh, I think it's a game-to-game -game thing, whether we feel like it's to our advantage to, to go fast, whether we think it's our advantage to, to get at the line and see kind of what the defense has given us. I think it's a week-to-week -week thing. Um, obviously, when you lose, uh, you know, it's a natural inc inclination to say, hey, it has something to do with tempo. But, you know, I think it's a week-to-week -week thing. And then uh, you said, obviously, week-to-week -week thing. It, when you're playing a team like the Chiefs that have such an explosive offense, I realize that, obviously, you're on the offensive side of the ball. But is there a tendency or, or kind of a, a want to stay on the field a little bit longer and maybe uh, milk that play clock a little bit longer? No, I think I think every single week you're looking into, you know, how can you take control of the football game and you got to find a way to win. There's a way to win every football game. And, you know, I think we have to control what we can control as an, as an offense. And at the end of the day, we have to score touchdowns. And whether you score a touchdown on one play, whether you score a touchdown with 10 plays, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing on each drive. And so um, I don't think that's something that we're looking to. It's We're not sitting there saying, hey, we got to stay on the field. Right? I got full confidence in our defense. And when we do have the opportunities to be on the football field, we got to just capitalize on scoring points. Hey, Joe, two quick ones. Uh, first, how's Christian looked? He's Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. He's, 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 he's Christian McCaffrey. That, I, that, I think that, that kind of answers exactly what you guys expect out of Christian is Christian. You know, he's, um, we're excited to have him, you know, um, hopeful to be able to get him, get him to play this week. And the other thing, uh, Matt was talking yesterday about how Teddy likes to go out and run the scout or the look team for you guys. Uh, um, what, how surprised were you with that first happening, and how unusual is that? And what's that say about Teddy? Well, I mean, it's, it just shows that hey, when nobody's nobody's role is too big here. I mean, there's no such thing as a scout team; it's a look team, and you're trying to help your defense out. And you know, if Teddy has an opportunity to go in there, it's it's another rep that he gets to get against you know our our starting defense, and uh, you know, to try to give them you know, the best look possible, and it gives him uh, you know just it just shows from you know from the top down that. You know, there's not, it's not a scout team. It's a look team. We're all being evaluated and we all have an opportunity to compete and being the starting quarterback or not, you know, this is, it's an important, uh, this play is important. And uh, I want you guys to see that I'm out there doing it. Um, you know, so it doesn't surprise me. It's kind of just who he is. Let's go to Miles Simmons, followed by Jason Huber. Hey, Joe, uh, playing clean this week, how big of an emphasis is that just based on the way the Chiefs have been able to force turnovers um, throughout the course of the season? I think that's the number one thing in, in every game. Um, when you look at your ball security is the most important statistic in football, in my opinion. You know, it, it, has, it has a huge, uh, you know, when you look at the wins and losses, a lot of it has to do with protecting the football. And that's our number one job as an offense is, 
when you look at the season, you know, times that we're not protecting the football, a lot of it has to do, you know, we're losing football games. And, um, and so uh, I think playing clean, but executing, just doing our job um, and not looking at the scoreboard, not having a sense of urgency, just playing our style of football, playing our brand of football and, and letting the rest take care of itself. Hey, Joe, uh, hope you're doing well. I, I know you you're, you don't have to game plan for him, but I'm just kind of wondering, working with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, what he brings to the – why you think he's had so much success so quickly after you've had the chance to work with him last year and, and how much of a challenge he'll be for the defense, even though you won't be planning for him. Uh, you know, I, I wish I could answer that question for you. I, I haven't had an opportunity to really see him, you know, what he's been able to do with him uh, with this year. and. Uh, you know, so it's hard for me to kind of really kind of speak on that. I'm, I'm sure Coach Snow would definitely have that answer. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, you know, Clyde's, a, Clyde's a, you know, a great football player. And, you know, he's only going to continue to get better in this league. And, um, you know, he'll, he'll be, a, he'll, he'll be a, a challenge for our defense in a good way. You know, I'm sure our defense is always looking forward to it. He's a great football player. And, you know, uh, you know it, we'll, we'll see you on Sunday. Let's go to Elena Getzenberg and then Joe Person. Hey, Joe, I was wondering, you know, the last three games, the offense has had the ball towards the end of the game, you know, a chance for a game-winning, game-tying type drive, and it hasn't worked out. Is that something that you guys, any changes you're looking to make there? I know, I know that's something you practice, that two-minute offense, but what has stood out to you in, you know, those just not working out? Uh, well, I think a lot of it has to do with the execution. You know, there's uh, – in, in crucial times, guys, we have to make plays. Um, we, you know, we have to execute, and, and we can't play hero ball. We just got to just take what the defense gives us and continue to do what we've been doing, you know, uh, you know, throughout the game. And so uh, I think that's the biggest thing that we're just harping with our guys is just the mindset of finishing. But at the end of the games, we don't have to do anything different. You don't have to sit there and say, hey, you know, this, this moment is bigger, so we have to perform bigger. We got to just trust the process, continue doing what you're doing, and take what the defense gives us, and good things will happen. Um, but yeah, we have to we have to finish these, and we have to just execute at a higher level. Hey Joe, could you expand a little bit more on, like you said, uh, he's Christian McCaffrey, just uh, just how he's looked and your level of confidence in that uh, in that ankle? Uh, look, I I don't ever look too much into how guys are, you know, whether you know whether there's injuries. If a guy's out on the football field, I have full anticipation that they're going to be 100. Um, percent you know, I don't, I don't ask guys how they're feeling, you know, how it, you know, it's, if they're out on the football field, they're ready to go. And um, so I fully anticipate when the time comes, you know, hopefully plays that, you know, he'll be able to be exactly what we want him to be. And when he, when he, when it's time to play, I expect Christian McCaffrey to just be Christian McCaffrey and nothing more than that. And then real quick, you, I know you, you had PJ Walker active the last few weeks, uh, kind of as an emergency role, but you had him out on the field uh, last Thursday. Is that something you kind of like uh, as just sort of another wrinkle and another weapon? Yeah, I think you're every, every week you're just, you're just continuing to find ways to, to get guys on the field, to move guys around, you know, PJ and Will are just competing every single week for the, for the two quarterback job and, um, you know, and there's a, a lot of stuff that goes into it. And so, you know, PJ being up the last few weeks, we felt like there's uh, opportunities to be able to get him on the football field. And we're just trying to try to take advantage of that. Right, guys, we have time for a couple more. So let's go to Phil Orban and then Josh Klein. Hey, Joe, what, what was the communication like with Christian while he was out? Um, were you, was he able to communicate things to you that maybe he saw from a different level, not not being on the field, kind of getting a, a bigger picture look at things? Uh, I mean, the relationship with Christian, I think it's it's the same all the time. You know, uh, you know, just talking through things, just seeing how everything's going with him. But, 
um, yeah, I mean, you, you see a guy who it's, it's easy when he sees him from the outside, but he's just, just so excited for, for Mike Davis and seeing what Mike Davis and the running backs were able to do. And, you know, he's just ready to get back. You know, he just all he, all he cared about is just being able to get back with his teammates and try to continue to help us get an opportunity to win. And so, uh, and he was motivated and, you know, excited to just be, have him back on the practice field. Joe, uh, on Thursday night, DJ Moore, I think, got the first target of the game, and then he didn't get he didn't get the ball again until the final drive. Was that something that Atlanta's defense was doing? Was there um, was there something scheme wise that you saw that maybe Robbie or Curtis was a better option? And uh, is that something that you hope to correct or or just get DJ more involved on Sunday? Yeah, I think. Uh... You know, every every game I think ends up playing out differently, and you know you can always ideal world you want to get this guy this many touches, this guy this many touches. And I think sometimes you call plays, you know, that might be designed for a certain player, and you know whether the defense or you know one way or another it goes to somebody else. I don't I don't always get caught up in into uh, into targets necessarily, and sometimes I think it's a sometimes it's a product of just taking what the defense can give us. And but yeah, anytime the ball's in DJ's hands, you know, good things happen as evident. You know, you see he's averaging 18 yards a catch, and so. Uh, you know, you'd love to get him as, as involved as possible. And, you know, that's definitely something you, you look at after a game. You, you wish he had you got the ball in his hands a little more. But uh, I don't think that's something that, you know, we're coming away saying, man, we're doing something wrong with that standpoint. You know, we're fortunate to have a, a good amount of weapons on the offense. And, you know, as long as we're getting the ball in those guys' hands, I think good things happen.